We live in a world where we believe everything is just off the shelf. Almost to the point, even relationships can be just off the shelf. And what we're challenging is, is that, hey, for certain things, absolutely, there is off the shelf. When there's clarity and, and, and uh, direction has been established, yes, go buy the computer. Yes, go buy the robot. Yes, go buy the cell. What we're talking about here is, is strat, your strategy within your business and even more specifically, your automation strategy. So relationships are very, very crucial to be able to, to jump into how do we develop an automation strategy? Well, first, you need to establish a good relationship. And what is a good relationship? Well, a relationship is good with accountability and trust because you're going to have to trust an automation partner such as ourselves to help direct you through this in a way that helps get you to the goals that you want. Some of it might be very uh, open to you or knowledgeable to you. And in some areas, it might not be. And that's the, the benefit or the power of working with a good automation partner is, is they can help train and build and walk through good processes to get you to your goals. But it does involve having a good relationship, which then allows you to trust and walk on that journey before you can go buy stuff off the shelf. What's what do you think's really changed in how manufacturing and the manufacturing industry that this level of building relationships and understanding of of the businesses that you're working with? Uh, what do you think's really changed that's made this so important? Yeah, I, th I think in some areas, sometimes automation uh, has a great uh, a name to it. And, and for other companies, it does not have a good name to it. Some people have gone down the journey in trying to automate their facilities and have run into roadblocks. And that could be for various reasons, uh, whether, that, whether possibly they played a part in that, the supplier, the relationship, so many, uh, so many parts could have uh, went wrong. But there are for sure lots of great stories out there where um, automation has improved. We, I mean, we have we have an economy that's growing and building with automation. Um, so I would say one of the areas is 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 picking the right partner to be able to walk on that journey with, so that you can establish the right uh, criteria, the right strategy before you go ahead and implement something. Mm. Is it the maturity of the industry? that has just allowed uh, companies like yourself to move on beyond just the robots? It, is it now just finding those uh, those opportunities to to help a business where you're not just, like when you're when you're implementing some automation, right? You're not just putting in robots. What other kind of things are you doing uh, within the, the business that you're working with? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the big part is, is um especially if it's with a new customer, you need to learn the business. Uh, it, it, it's too, it's, it's in our, in our minds, it's too quick just to come up with a solution and say, this'll, this'll fix, fix it unless it's obvious. But for the most part, typically um, we're being brought in because new ideas are need, new ideas are needed to be put to the table on how to improve uh, and build a strategy that would uh, um, uh, bring the company to uh and meeting the goals that they want. Um, so when, when you're looking at these things, it takes time. It, it takes time to listen to the customer. It takes time to learn the uh, what they're doing well. 
and as well where where there's holes in their in their in their process so that criteria can be developed that will develop a, a strategy that will will be put in for a win so there's that that front part of understanding a process before you go ahead and just implement solutions is so crucial mm-hmm. and uh what about taking all those extra steps um, is really crucial. Like, do you find that by taking all those extra steps and and even on the the people side of things of getting to know uh, getting to know the people at the facility you're working with, does that allow you to to do anything differently? Absolutely. Um, when when that uh, when we've been given the opportunity to to work with a customer uh, and their and their employees. Um, there, there, there's a, a trust that's been established. Say, hey, we trust you to come into our our facility. We we trust you that uh, that you have the expertise and and the process to to walk through to get us to the goals. Um, but we're both learning, right? Um, the customer's learning how we do business, and at the same time, we're learning how uh, they do business. We're each of us are learning um, each other's culture because e- each customer has their own culture. On how they on how they go about doing, and we believe that we can bring really great things to the table to help enhance other culture. And as well, we learn things from our customers as well. Um, I mean, we're always keeping our eyes open. We're always looking to improve. Uh, so there, in our minds, there's a win-win uh, when you get to meet with a new customer because we're hoping they learn from us. At the same time, we're going to learn from them. You mentioned trust. Uh, how much trust? Uh, is included in, in saying doing some automation work or, or integrating that closely with a client? I believe there's a, a lot of trust and that's really where relationships, uh, we believe, uh, need to be established, especially dur- during the design. I mean, in, in essence, I think all uh, customer and supplier should have uh, good relationships uh, built on trust. Uh, but especially when it comes to the design, because the customer is, is leaning upon us to help them uh, grow in an area that they are looking to us to make it better. Uh, if they knew it, they would have just implemented it, but they brought us in to, to, um, to look, uh, develop, and uh, to move them to another stage of being more efficient and meeting the goals that they have for their business. So to do that, that requires a lot of trust um, in terms of the time spent in terms of the questions, but as well, it, it it allows honest conversations to take place because without trust, um, you're not going to be honest with one another. You know, when something hard needs to be shared, you know, a trust relationship allows you to do that, both from the customer and the supplier, so that the end goal is is making things better. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm gonna take this uh, back just a a little bit. Um, what to the automation as a general, because maybe not everyone's completely familiar uh, with what an automation partner actually does. Because uh, a lot of times people think that automation is, you know, as you said, off the shelf or, or buying kind of robots. We've been talking about trust and, and relationships. Uh, but what about automation is requires this sort of a process of, and this sort of more long-term thinking? Yeah. Um, yes. I mean, when you're looking at a, at a project, I mean, I mean, if you're, I mean, typically 
a large scale implementation can be quite a bit of money. And, and whether it's big for one customer and not as big for another, um, that down when it comes to cost, we, we understand that that's a huge step for a customer. And, and that's the last thing that we want to see as a customer um, not get value out of their uh, investment. And so by, by planning and looking at what needs to be done, um, we can guide them on that journey so that when you are looking at implementing something, you've already established the functionality that's required. Uh, many, many times, um, some automation may, and we're using generic terms here, automation, um, but when automation is implemented, it's, it's implemented because the tech looked or appeared to do really neat things. But at the end of the day, it doesn't meet all the requirements that the customer has, you know, does it fit in the facility? Does the, does it meet their output requirements? Does it meet their cleanliness requirements? Does it meet their future goals? There's, there's so many things to walk through. And, and if it doesn't, then in our minds that that investment wasn't spent very well and therefore it can kind of give automation a bad name. And so in our minds is, is doing the design first uh, approach with an automation partner, you can establish the goals up front so that when you are investing in the large scale projects, large or small, you know that you're working towards something that'll meet the goals that you've established. A, a good automation partner, a good automation company uh, probably has, so what I'm hearing from you is that a good automation company has some more unique way of looking at automation. They're not just looking at robots. Is that kind of, uh, is that kind of what is necessitating having uh, not just a, you know, a full proposal you know, based off of just, you know, an email or two. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, companies are in business um, for various reasons, but at the end of the day, you, you do need to make money to be able to pay the bills and move forward and, and, and be sustainable. But, but a good relationship looks past that. It's still part of the puzzle, the cost part or making money. But when you're, when you're building a relationship with a, with a customer, it's about, will this meet the needs of the customer? But, so when you look at just trying to sell a robot or trying to sell an automation cell, the idea there is the, just the transaction on the project or on the automation uh, cell. Whereas is a good relationship in starting with the design first from an automation company, you're looking at the wholesome, the whole picture of how this affects uh, from start to end. And uh, in, our, in my mind, that's that's so crucial and, and takes a really uh, a, a good set of quality skills from teams that have integrity, uh, the trust to being able to to work with a client so that they know um, that the supplier has their best needs and in, in that play here. Mm -hmm. uh, that could be a big ask, though, for some some companies, right? That, that, that sounds like, I mean, relationships can be very scary in, uh, you know, personal relationships. Yeah. Uh, but what would you say to a company that's, you know, maybe saying, well, that's a lot for us to take on right away. Like, do you have to just jump into the long term uh, right away with a company or is there, uh, I'll, I'll leave it at the question there. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a valid question. And, uh, and for for even our business, I mean, you have to start somewhere. And and what we're saying is 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 start with the 
um, with design, whether you're doing that internally, whether you have the, the, the staff members on, on staff to being able to start developing your strategy or outsourcing that to an automation partner is, is start taking steps. Those steps don't have to be large, but you're taking the steps in a good uh, manner and in and, and steps, meaning following a process, you know, following good documentation practices. You need to be able to establish what you're trying to do, um, being able to establish clarity so that when you do get to the place of implementing something that you can measure, you know, you have a, you have measurable uh, aspects or KPIs so that when you put something in place, you'll, you know what to expect from that and you should be able to get that from that. Mm-hmm. And going, you know, taking in the trust aspect, right. Of, is that part of what a good kind of automation company does is to set those kind of milestones so that, you know, you can ramp yourselves up, you know, getting those smaller projects done and so, but still working towards a longer term goal. Yes, absolutely. The, the, the idea behind uh, um, taking steps is, is that you're taking the steps based upon, upon a good process. So when hiring, hiring a, an automation partner, you want to make sure that they have a process in place so that when you're taking steps, that if you put the project on pause, you, you know where you've paused and then you can resume the project there or you can establish these are the key parts that we want to, to um, take from this part of the project, whether you're doing the full-blown, um, like the full part of a project of from design all the way ready to implement, or you're looking more just from a feasibility point of view is, is hey, what areas in our facility could uh, have some improvements done to it? Mm-hmm. And then once once they're identified, then you can look at building a project on uh, those areas and building concepts around how what what that what would that look like? What would that get for us? What would the what would the return on investment be if we went down this road? So that when you're sharing with your the owners of your company, or if you have if you have a board and you need to be accountable to a board, you build it. You'll be able to have measurable information about your steps you're taking and this, where you're going with your next steps. Mm-hmm. One thing you mentioned earlier, and I kind of want to bring up again. You're talking about a bit about culture, um, and and when you're working with an automation company, obviously you have a, a really awesome team. Um, you're kind of bringing kind of two different teams, two different kind of culture. Like do automation teams, you probably work really closely with, uh, you know, with, with, uh, your customers. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I, I believe each, each, uh, organization has, has a culture behind it. I mean, the, the way you do things, the, the, you know, I mean, even to the point of, of what you, what interests you or what you do and don't do, um, and how you go about doing it, what's important, um, even to the point of uh, uh, what are your core values? You know, what do you uh, uh, hold hold valuable to your organization? So, um, absolutely. I mean, for us, I mean, when we we uh, um, build relationships with uh, customers, we we value the the culture that's within that uh, organization, and and we're we try as best as possible to share how we do business and and how how our culture fits and 
and uh, we're, we're, we believe we're a fairly friendly organization. And uh, so we try to establish good, uh, good rapport with our customers. And, and, uh, and at the same time, it's still business. I mean, you have to, to keep that, that trust in place and, and the transaction of business taking place. Um, but when two cultures come together, yeah, absolutely. You need to establish how you do business and, and uh, even to the point of terminology. I mean, some organizations have a have a acronym galore of uh, of everything, and so you have to learn what the, what their acronyms are. Or when you say something uh, that you say Apple, that they they understand what Apple means, uh, so on and so forth. So it's it is very crucial of being able to establish. Uh, a good working relationship. You have to know those TWPs, those three word phrases, right? Um, yep. So when you're bringing kind of those those two kind of teams together, um, I, I I guess, you know, we're obviously sometimes, you know, you as the automation company have a certain set of ideas of what you might want done or what you think would be the best way forward. And when you're working with the people, with the customer, you know, some of the team on the ground, What's kind of a way to kind of bring those? Is that kind of? I should ask it this way: uh, Is that the design first approach? Is it kind of a way to be allow people to kind of work together? Does it kind of give them some sort of understanding where you're trying to go first and bring those teams before you just start throwing some teams in and 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 working together? Maybe pulling in two different directions. It is. I, I mean, from when we establish that relationship with the customer, we're we're clear on on our process, and and we like to share about our process and 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 the value that our process has. And so during the initial stages of connecting with the customer, um, we'll share with them what the process would look like, what to expect on each stage of the process, what we would be looking for, what would what would they be receiving from us, so that. Um, there can be expectations set uh, along the process because like anything, I mean, who doesn't want something done now or tomorrow and, and who, who doesn't want a response from an email as soon as they send it. Um, and, and when you wait weeks to get a response back, you you're left wondering. Um, so we take that very seriously of, of trying to make sure that there's, um, good expectations put in place and that they're as much as possible um, to allowing the customer to not feel that they're lost in the process, but that they actually understand the next step. So um, we take the time to explain it and, and it does take time. Um, and we understand that. And that's relationship. We want to build, want to establish a good relationship that the customer knows we care. And at the same time, we want the customer to know that we have uh, they're a good interest in mind for them. So um, by sharing the process and sharing the roles and responsibilities within the project, um, we believe that that's helped to uh, um, move the project along. And uh, again, who doesn't want the project done tomorrow? So it helps to put guide rails around the, the process and uh, uh, the project so that uh, it can have healthy conversations. Awesome. Kind of in summary, um, I, I know it can be scary in, in that trust part of, of uh, working with a supplier and trusting them with uh, designing or implementing a solution, uh, especially if, if it's something that uh, your team may not be 100% familiar with. That's one of the reasons why you're connecting out with a, an automation company or in general a supplier to help you in this process. Um, 
but uh, one of the key one of the key parts here is 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 making sure that you have a way to um, to uh, vet out good suppliers and it, call it call it an interviewing process um, because if you don't have trust, well, then there's going to be this gap um, between what you've asked for and what you receive. And so, if you can build a good relationship where honest conversations can take place then there's a lot of value in that and it will take you a lot further than uh, than relationships that don't uh, have that um, rapport built in of trust communication um, so anyways i'll leave with that and uh, and hope uh, all goes well in your next projects well eric as always i really appreciate uh, your time and uh, i've definitely learned a lot here and so uh, looking forward to our, our next podcast yeah yeah, same here, Michael. I appreciate the time. I enjoy talking.